Mike, turn your games down. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another comic episode of Games My Mom Found. I am Mike Hubbard, and who is shooting arrows into the sky with me tonight? It's everybody's favorite marksman, Kenneth Sanity, here once again with another comic book episode. Woohoo! <laughs> and you know what? This one doesn't have B in, in the title. There's no B. It's not Batman. I'm so excited. <laughs> so we are here to talk about Hawkeye, My Life as a Weapon, which is the first five issues of Hawkeye by Matt Fraction, Dave Aja, 2012 run, which is heavily, this run is the show heavily it was inspired by this run. Heavily inspired. We're going to talk about the show, too, some at the end of this. So if you haven't watched the show, there may be minor spoilers. There may be heavy spoilers. We haven't really planned this out too much. No. I'll I'll warn again when we get there. You can enjoy most of this and then we'll talk about it. So I had actually one thing I, I do need to say is this is what I consider one of the, of the lost episodes. I have made if you listen to everything I publish, which if you do, God bless you. Um, I had mentioned off and on about a Hawkeye episode. I make comments. Oh, bro, bro. And we'd make jokes. Me and Mike did. We recorded this back in 2020. My guess is April. No, probably not. Maybe May or June of 2020 before I lost one of my co-hosts. And this was one of the episodes that I, I lost after that. And I deleted. And I have been sl- slowly meaning to get back to this. And finally, as of March in 2022, depending on when you hear this, probably, it won't be March. I can tell you that much. Uh, Kenneth had mentioned we should cover this again. So, that's, so we're going to finally cover one of the three leftover lost episodes that I deleted and never re-recorded in two years <laughs> and boy let me tell you i'm glad to be a part of it i'm, I'm glad that i was glad to reread it so this comic this is, is <laughs> very stylized too i have to say and it, it ran for 22 issues i actually have read all 22 issues two years ago i did not read them again all but i but i was surprised how stylized this comic is like the art is very good i really like it there's a lot of heavy blacks in here a lot of emphasis on shadow and detail, but with minimal line work. Yeah. Like, I really dig it. In this comic, one, Hawkeye's not wearing his classic costume, so it's already a you know, thumbs down for me, but I can live with it. I'm okay with this costume. It's just the regular. Uh, it's kind of what you see in the show, too. I mean, it's what you see in many more current things. Ultimate Avengers, he's in a black suit with a purple arrow on, on his chest piece. That's it. And sunglasses. Like, there's a reason for him not having his suit. Like, this is what <sighs> Hawkeye does on his days off. I love that suit, though. I know. But, you know, it's kind of bulky to be wearing around if you're just, you know, having a day off and doing some, you know, non-Avenger things on a day off. <laughs> so it, it starts off with him falling out of a window <laughs> and shooting an arrow upwards is what you first see. And that's how this comic starts. <laughs> and I, I like it. I got to read these first couple lines. He says, you cowboy around with the Avengers some. Guys got what armor, magic, superpower, super strength, shrink dust, glow rays, magic, healing factors. I'm an orphan raised by carnies fighting with a stick and a string from the path, path from the path, from a long time ago era. <laughs> and like, that's pretty close to the beginning. The first main story panel is Hawkeye falling out, and the f- words, okay, this looks bad. You will hear this again. Many times. Because uh, this is, like, how every issue starts in this he's chunk. He ass beat in this whole run, by the way. It doesn't stop. Yeah, like, he has no backup. He is just Hawkeye. He's got bow and arrow, and he doesn't have his backup, really, with the Avengers. And no. 
Oh, he gets fucked up. <laughs> yes, he does. Like, and it shows him fall and hit a car, and he says, "I promise you, it feels worse." And then it it cuts back six weeks later, or no? Then it shows him in in, in a hospital, all broken. They tell him shatter pelvis, three broken ribs, sprain your neck, cracked your fibula, left clavicle, right ulna, and your spleen nearly ruptured. <laughs> So that's what happens to the not super soldiers, not billionaire playboy philanthropists <laughs> that have a metal suit. Like this is what happens to the real dudes. Uh, he gets, yeah, he just gets completely fucked up. And then it kicks six weeks later where you see him again, of course, wearing a purple shirt being, you know, taken out of the hospital in a wheelchair. And for some reason, he decides to kick the wheelchair into the street and get out of it. So, yeah, and he gets by a car. I mean, you gotta, you gotta show off a little. <laughs> and, and the thing about this comic is it jumps around a lot, especially in this first issue where you see that, and then it jumps to him at a veterinary with it, with a random dog. He's on a, in a rainy day and he's kind of beat up looking, wearing a suit and it has a little bit. He's like, Oh, about this dog. He's like, it's not my dog. And then it jumps back to the wheelchair thing where he catches a cab and the guy's yelling at him about breaking the chair. <laughs> It just and it yeah. just keeps going. Like the the timeline here is very non chronological, which it does it for me. I've always loved stories that are not told chronologically. I'm okay with it. It works well in this comic. And like, I mean, I'm assuming this is probably a thing of New York. I'm not never been to New York, but he goes to get a cab, and the the cab's not going anywhere because there's just so much traffic. So he just walks where he needs to go because <laughs> he can. So that that, that was amusing. It's and pretty I, good. I really enjoy it. And this is when you get first introduced to the tracksuit Draculas, which are in the Hawkeye show. Uh, and uh. They're, <laughs> they're kicking people out of a building. And that's where he, and where the building where he lives, they're evicting everybody, which is never, it's not, that plot line isn't explained until way later in the series, why they're doing that and who's trying, what the real reason was. I can't remember exactly, but I remember bits and pieces of it. And so he ends up coming in and seeing how much money they owe and he wants to help all the people because they're going to kick everyone out of the building and they raise the rent like three or five times, which they triple the rent. And to me, that's not that like, yeah, this feels kind of, you know, accurate to how the world can be lately and <laughs> COVID and everything else has happened since then. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. People, people are like, oh, we're just going to raise our prices and see what happens. And like, it does come out later that um, this Ivan is the guy who's kicking out the neighbor. He is the one who owns the building. So he can raise the rent to whatever he wants to. Mm -hmm. And then we cut back to the veterinary clinic, which is a period of time later. Uh, fortunately, you know, this is Hawkeye because he's wearing a purple tie as opposed to any <laughs> other color. And this is where you have the funny line. He's like, your dog's like, not my dog. OK, the dog. And he's trying to save the dog. And, you know, like any vet will tell you when your dog, when your animal is injured, like, well, we can do the surgery. Will it work? We don't know. We can't promise you that. I've been there, too. So I understand. Yeah, and he's basically saying, you know, euthanization might be better. And Hawkeye is very clear. You will fix this dog. And the vet says something very cool. I will absolutely operate on the animal, but you need to ask yourself, are we doing this for him or for you? <laughs> it's a good little line, too. Yes. And looking at Hawkeye, you can kind of tell he needs a win. Yeah, he's just beat up. And that doesn't stop in this entire comic. This entire series. And then after that, we snap back. And what I really appreciate is that whenever we go from, you know, vet timeline to going back to the past a little bit, 
you have mirroring like silhouettes. Like here, there's a silhouette where his head's down, his face is, you know, in shadow. All you see is his hair saying, sorry, I snapped at you. And then in the next panel, it's back in time, but he has the same exact pose with the same exact shadowing. They do a good job with that. Like comics are a great medium for this, especially when you have like match cuts like this. It's so great. Yeah, they did a very good job of jumping back and forth with these things. And I was impressed. So and, and after just the coloring oh, too, the coloring changes oh, yeah. so much between pages to show you the different time jumps and, and where everything is. Like in the veterinary clinic, it's what I like to call a matrix color grade. You know, it's very washed out, very green focused. Even the purple of Hawkeye's tie is very muted. And then in the next section, you're going to a rooftop party in his neighborhood with his neighbors. And it's very warm. He's kind of showing off with his little coin flicking trick. <laughs> I like and that. Everybody's just having a good time. I, I like this. I mean, I live in an apartment building. And this never happened at either of my apartment buildings where we had anything to do with each other. Other than the guy telling me, hey, can I have your parking spot because you're never here? And then me saying no mm. and then them parking in my spot anyway. But that's the only thing that happened to me. So. Yeah, like I've never had a neighborhood like this where, you know, I've lived in many apartment buildings. And for the most part, all my neighbors ever wanted to do was bump smokes, <laughs> I think, which I did because I'm an idiot. But I mean, yeah, it was it was cool to see they're on top of this rooftop and they're having a barbecue and they're talking to each other. And it's like, I think they know that Hawkeye is an Avenger, but I can't rem- remember. I think they yeah, they're aware that he's who he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they know, and they're all talking about the uh, the move, the raise, the rents going up, and, and since it's New York, they can't find a place to live anyway because New York does have a real problem with that, with rents yep. and things being issues. Like that's a real thing, which I thought I like the fact that it. I mean, it doesn't pertain to me, but I can under like I can understand it, and I get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, for those of us out there that aren't cool enough to have a nice house where we can see deer. Well, I was meaning New York, but (laughs) (laughs) that's how I meant that for me. I don't, but I know, like, I watch a lot of documentaries about New York, and I know it's really bad, like, sometimes for renting. Like, it's really hard to find affordable places. Yeah, and now it's just that bad everywhere with the pandemic. Like, even in little sleepy-ass Kenosha, Wisconsin, where I am, you know, rent here is ridiculous. It's bad here, too. But um, after the rooftop party, we go out and we see some of the uh, tracksuit boys again. <laughs> Which, and again, you had the blue coloring to show you it's a different time. And you, you see the dog uninjured sitting next to these idiots. And he has a big duffel bag full of money. Because he's going to go into where the tracksuit mafias are playing poker downstairs in this basement. And he's bringing the money to pay everybody's rent and buy or buy the building. That's what he's up to. Yep. And, you know, because he's a good guy. He's Hawkeye. It, and then it doesn't take long because they don't want to accept the money. So then he starts throwing cards at them like he's Gambit. Yep. Well, I mean, <laughs> he's Hawkeye. He can do that. <laughs> but he's Hawkeye's very close quarters fighting. Like he's flicking cards like he was Ricky Jay or something. And, you know, punching people, upending tables until he gets hit with a booze bottle and that knocks him out. You know, and then you see him in the back at the veterinary waiting on the dog getting rescued. And then all the the, the drag shoot mafia comes again and they're trying to beat the shit out of him. And this is where they shoot him. I don't know. Wait, is he waiting? Oh, yeah. No, it shows one scene of him. This cuts around a lot. It shows a scene of him yeah. in the vet sleeping. Then it shows them coming. 
throwing him out of oh then it then it cuts back to him getting thrown out of the oh it is a clinic i don't even know what the hell is going on he's thrown out of the clinic he gets chased by the guys and the dog saves his life well he's not thrown out of the clinic at this point because this is kind of it's cutting oh, it fast shows the clinic. getting oh, God, yep, it and cuts. then it's a match cut to the building that yes. he goes into with the gambling den and that's where he gets thrown out of okay and then it shows he got shot in the arm and the dog bites the guy and saves him and then they hurt the dog and then he rescues the dog from getting hit by a car with yep. a quarter yeah he flicks the quarter through the driver's side window <laughs> because he's that cool uh, and, and then it cuts to the vet where the mafia came to greet him at the vet and he beats the shit out of him inside the vet's office yeah <laughs> and it's great because he says at one point it's okay everybody i'm an avenger and one of the patients at the vet clinic is like are you like Iron Fist or something. <laughs> I like I really like Iron Fist a lot. Like I'm a big fan of Iron Fist because of my friend. So I thought that was a really cool comment. <laughs> Less of a fan after I saw that terrible Iron Fist season one. But hey, uh, uh, I heard season two is better. They're they're coming back to Hulu pretty soon, y'all. So uh, or they're coming Disney to Disney Plus, Plus actually. Yeah, Disney Plus. So um, Which you'll have people... your chance to catch up. At the time you're hearing this, is already on. But people were complaining that it was coming back Disney Plus and how it bringing violent shows to Disney Plus. You know, Disney never made violent shows. Disney bought freaking Fox guys. Like, accept it now. They're going to own violent. Even properties. before that, Disney bought Miramax, who put up Pulp Fiction and The Crow. So you don't get to tell me that Disney doesn't have their finger in violent stuff. They, they do. do. They just label it differently. <laughs> yeah, it's not the Disney brand, but. <laughs> But it's, it's anyway, <laughs> and then this is where he he beats the shit out of Ivan, sends him away in a taxi. And I think this is where he, you know, he buys the, you know, he pretty much said I bought the building. Yeah. And he's, Ivan's actually making a, you know, clear case, you know, hey, it broke no laws, allowed to raise her rents, you know, it kind of sucks, but, yeah. you know, sucks for you guys. But that's more on a, I felt more like comparison to, to our world and our country where there isn't, you can raise the rents whatever you want to do. It's not against the law. Mm-hmm. I think there are laws now in New York, to be honest, but you have to do certain things to raise the rent. I watch a lot of documentaries. Fair enough. <laughs> but after Hawkeye gets uh, Ivan in the cab, doctor comes out and the dog's going to be okay. Broken pelvis, broken leg, two broken ribs, and he's lost an eye. Kind of almost mirroring our friend Clint here at the beginning. And this, he also says on the collar, it says Arrow for the name of the dog. Yeah, so of course Hawkeye's going to come up with something different because that's a little too on the nose, and that's the end of issue one. And there's an advertisement that I have to mention in here because it shows two different covers of Hawkeye and talks a little bit about Hawkeye, and it has the first appearance cover on here. <laughs> I love that. And it's, I don't Fantastic. Get and I have that first appearance cover right above me, too, so mine's a lot duller than... In, Ripped and <laughs> I have a shitty. Yeah, guy, but, but you got it, and it's an emotional thing. You got it. You yeah, got never. It. I will never open it out of that paper because I'm worried if I open it, it might crumble to pieces. So it will never come out of that bag. It may well do. It's it's that's an old ass comic from like this. It's from the '60s, so yeah, it's not. Oof. But then then we bring the issue two, and the thing about this, like this early stuff, is it's not you. You do have a connected issue to finish off this first trade, but the ne- next issue at it kind of just picks up where it just shows Hawk people getting shot and it shows Hawkeye and some other girl in a pool swimming. And it says, this looks bad. Don't die. And then it cuts because 
that's what he does in this comic. It cuts to pretty much, I'm assuming, a couple of days before where Clint is re- is sitting there in his apartment with a girl, Kate Bishop, who you, if depending on how much comics you read, you wouldn't know. She already was introduced in the comics before this. Yeah, Kate Bishop was the Hawkeye for the Young Avengers. And now that actual Hawkeye is back, he's kind of taken her under his wing in like a mentor-mentee kind of relationship. I I like Kate Bishop in this. Like, especially after watching the show where she's in the show, she she really grew on me. And, and after watching the first season of Hawkeye and then going back to this show, to this comic, I had a lot more appreciation for Kate Bishop than I did when I first read this comic two years ago. And it's it's great. Like they kind of do an intro of Kate Bishop, but then they do like a black and white freeze frame frame. <laughs> that's like just here's some exposition on Kate. It's it's well done. And it kind of shows him like he's just shooting arrows at things and, you know, showing his skill and just kind of talking to her and telling her about these messages that the current that carnies are leaving around that he knows what they are. So he's following them. And, you know, and also it also kind of talked about how rich she is because she's super fucking rich and how they go to this this ball to go. Is this? Oh, they're not bidding. On, yeah, they go to a ball for some reason. I can't remember why, because they're not bidding on anything yet. Oh, they go to a ball to see some, they go to some show, and there's a bunch of villains there. Yeah. Which I really like that, because it shows you a bunch of panels of different villains. You have Kingpin, Madam Mask, Tombstone, Hammerhead, and I don't know who the other two are on the left. I mean, kind of looks like Wolverine on the far left. It does look like Wolverine, but I'm assuming it's not because of the green coat. I'm assuming it's somebody from the comics. And next to Tombs or next to a Hammerhead, that could be Maria Hill. Oh yeah, that makes she sense. does show up later. Yeah, but it's just a, it's a cool yeah. little scene, and the way they do the colors is very good in this comic. Like you have this guy who is doing some kind of tricks where he's throwing knives. You have a guy throwing knives blindfolded, and he makes Hawkeye makes comment how how they were both trained by the same guy, Swordsman, which is the villain from early Avenger comics. Who's the guy that trained Hawkeye? Because Hawkeye, in his first appearance, is a villain. For his first two appearances. And he doesn't this join is the where, later. And this is where Hawkeye realizes that all these circus people, which are kind of like low-rent Cirque du Soleil, they're thieves. They were trained by the same person who taught him, who taught him how to, you know, be a living weapon, but also how to steal. Which I think is cool. They make a comment about the word living weapon, because that's the name of the first trade. Or no, my yeah. life is a weapon. Close enough. Yeah, I like that. But... He's hypnotizing. This guy is hypnotizing everybody, and they put on sunglasses so they can't. And that's how he realizes they're thieves, and they go and steal everybody's stuff while everybody's hypnotized. Yep, they're cleaning out safes. They're robbing people, like, directly from their coats. Like, mm-hmm. they're just fleecing people. And they take off somebody's pearl necklace, too, which made me think of something else. Yeah, but the Saint DC. <laughs> and then you see Hawk, both the Hawkeyes go and follow them, except... K- while Clint goes after them, Kate goes to get an outfit, which, again, saves their life. She goes to w- one of the dressing rooms and knocks out the girl there who, after fighting with her and then takes her costume. <laughs> and, and, of course, uh... <laughs> in this, as this comic goes, Hawkeye gets hit in the back of the head by a crowbar, gets into a fight, and gets his ass beat and tied up. <laughs> because that seems to happen. <laughs> oh, God, it happens. The entire run, he gets his ass beat. It never stops in, the, in this comic. Yeah. And I feel like this is a good time to mention that, you know, this comic run came after the Avengers movie. Oh, yeah, 2012. So, yeah. So, like, everybody was kind of making fun of Hawkeye just being the guy with the bow and arrow in the movie. So this is kind of an attempt to make Hawkeye cool for, you know, people who didn't already think he was looking at you, Mike. (laughs) 
One of the few, I think, at this time. <laughs> he's not a really well-known character. He was not at this time at all. Uh, he's always been a player. I The character I played as in Captain America in the Avengers. So Same, but I, I don't think he's I've had... been with you for a while. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think he had as many... He was never... A, I don't think he ever was a big character, though. No, no. Until, like, this really kind of put him, uh, like, forefront and center. Obviously, Jeremy Renner playing him, you know... I think Jeremy Renner's won Oscars, yep. or at least oh. was nominated for the Hurt Locker. Well, he, I'm not sure. I yeah, I, I can't. I'm not sure on that one. I mean, Hawkeye had been but, in games since 1991. He's first in the Spider-Man arcade game, which is where, yeah. and then he's in the Captain America Avengers a little bit later. But he, that game came out first. Good game, by the way. And then you know, getting a getting a pretty big name actor to play him that'll bring some focus. And I don't know. I think this is a good this is a good run to legitimize Hawkeye on. Yeah. So after Hawkeye gets his ass beat, he wakes up <laughs> classic gangland assassination, like kind of kneeling down. Some of the circus people have a gun pointed at the back of the head. And we meet Jacques Duquesne, the ringleader of these criminal folk, the one that the swordsman trained. Yeah. And I like it how you see that same you see the same costume of the girl that Kate Bishop knocked out on the side of this panel where they're getting ready. OK, take him out to the boat, shoot him and put his body in the waters. So I can't find him. And then the line is, did I ever tell you why I love Kate Bishop? Nope. I mean, look at her. And then it shows her just, you know, she ends up just shooting the people that are about to kill him and ends up shooting his the rope tying his hands. And it just shows them fighting. It's really cool. And then she grabs him and they jump into a pool or jump through a window, and then while she's while he's grabbing her, she's still shooting arrows. <laughs> and it's great, because as they fall, you get the, okay, this looks bad. <laughs> uh, and they jump in the pool, climb out of the pool, and she's still shooting arrows, and it shows her take out, like, two guys in, with headshots. Or she shoots them in the eye, and she's like, well, they'll they'll live, but they'll never see again. <laughs> uh, I, I like her. I, I, I really do. And, th- and then it's just, it's cool seeing them fight and you have a scene where this this new swordsman guy comes up with the two swords and he uses one of his trick arrows where he shoots the guy and the guy's like you missed and it bounces off the wall and like and then shoots him in the back of the neck and paralyzes him (laughs) and that's a good time (laughs) just kind of like just bings off a wall he'll live not well but he'll (laughs) live and then he steals the boat that the circus has and you have a small scene where all these villains that you saw earlier think hawkeye is the one that stole everything from them or Clint Barton from the Avengers and Mr. Wilt Wilson Fisk, the <sighs> Kingpin is here and he's pissed. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's fair. <laughs> and then it, it shows a little scene panel panel of them talking on the phone, which I, I did like how he doesn't want to get her involved in what's happening, but she doesn't really care. Yep. And, and the whole line, is... he's like, I like you because I don't want to sleep with you. <laughs> and, and it works. Uh... It works really well because a lot there's a lot of information going on in dialogues and the way these pages are structured with their non-traditional panels like it just it works really well it has a great rhythm to it. Yeah. Way better than I it's expected. It's very Yeah, it's very much like a buddy comedy where a lot of the dialogue does all the heavy lifting. And it it's actually pretty funny the way they interact with each other too and like there's an issue way later in this run that we're not covering because it's not in this trade where he, he talks about all his ex-girlfriends and there's Mockingbird and Black Widow and Spider-Woman, how he slept with them. And, how you know, they're all trying to and he's an, he's an idiot or something. It's pretty funny. But so it, there's some, you know, shows that, you know, he's, he's had a lot of girlfriends over the years because he's been around forever. 
Well, plus, you know, he's Hawkeye. <laughs> and this next issue, I'm I'm a fan of. This is a really good issue, standalone issue. So issue three, yes. it starts off with, okay, this looks bad. Really, really bad. But believe it or not, it gets worse. <laughs> oh, it's only the third most terrible idea I've had today. And today I've had exactly nine terrible ideas. And it shows a scene of um, Kate Bishop driving a car, a nice charger. He's shooting arrows out. They're being chased. And there's a girl in the back seat tied up. That's all you see at first. And this issue is hilarious because this is almost shot for shot recreated in the show. I don't remember. Hawkeye is actually driving the car in the show and Kate's the one shooting the arrows. But they do have this car chase with trick arrows with the tracksuit mafia. It's and, re- it's good though in this. Like it talks about you know, he's showing her the trick arrows and how he needs to get tape to put on the arrows, and she's like, What what the hell are all these for? And he's like, It's boomerang arrow. She's like, Boomerang, why do you need an arrow to come back to you? <laughs> and it'll come in handy. Mm-hmm. And then it jumps back to him drive then it jumps to him driving the car, and he's like, I never should have left the apartment. And he's shooting a, a it shows a bola arrow, and each time it has a little like panel of the arrow heads to show you how they're different and how he wraps up some guy's gun and then he has an acid arrow and he shoots this arrow <laughs> into the guy's car like blows up their car or something i thought that was cool but there's all these different scenes about how he needs tape i need tape i gotta go get tape and he's walking to the store and he sees some girl with a beautiful car this is a 1970 charger dodge challenge not charger dodge challenger and she's loading it up and he wants to buy the car from her because he's rich uh, and it's just funny. He's like, I'll get you. You know, she's a redhead. And then it jumps to the ass arrow thing I just mentioned. And then it jumps back to you see all those little cars that are chasing him parked in front of this building where you can tell he went and had sex with her instead of, you know, getting her the money to buy the car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I got nothing wrong. I with mean, this. It's funny. He'll he'll get the money. <laughs> uh, you no, know, he has the money. He hands it to her. She's like, I got to catch a flight. And, and this is, you know, and, and you see him naked. You don't see anything, but he's standing there naked. She's dressed, of course, because comics. And I just like this. I mean, I think at one time it might have bothered me more, but I think, you know, it again, it makes sense. This woman is leaving. He's an Avenger. He's hot. Like, you know, why not have a one night stand before you leave and never come back to this area? Yeah. Which is but a lot more unfortunately. <laughs> and then the guys bought the, the tracksuit Draculas or Mafia. Or whatever, they bought, are they this, this is a tracksuit? No, this is someone else. No, this is the tracksuits. Oh, it is? Okay. They yeah. bust in and start shooting, and you have a funny scene where he's jumping and he's naked, so you have the Hawkeye original costume face in front of his balls. Yeah, like, it's a great, wonderful little self-aware bit mm-hmm. of censoring. And then he just beats the shit out of people naked with lamps and stuff, and then, of course, gets hit in the back of the head with a gun and kicked and left there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and they like it happens. <laughs> and then I, I like how he's like, okay, this is bad. He's getting dressed, and he's calling her. He's like, yeah, can you... Oh, I like to show like, why you have a phone with a cord on the wall? <laughs> and then he's like, how'd you know it was me? Who else would be calling your sad ass? <laughs> I'm like, so Kate still thinks he's out for tape. Yes. And uh, she has to go pick up Hawkeye so they can get this car so they can rescue this girl. And it's fortunate that there's a tracer arrow in the car because his stuff is still in the car, including the tape. <laughs> oh, he didn't get the tape. And the girl's tied up in the back. And uh, and they use the tape, the Gager, too, it looks like. <laughs> yep. Kinda, and I think Kate shows up in a little purple Volkswagen bug. <laughs> he's trying to get dressed still. And she starts to make comments. She's like, really? With the abs? And the, he's like, drive. <laughs> so they take off. Uh, and they drive into the Challenger. And then they knock. Then they steal it. 
and throw the guy out, and they use a putty arrow to, like, cement the guy to the street. Which is great. <laughs> uh, then you see them getting chased by a bunch of the little... What kind of cars are those? It looks like Mini Coopers. Yeah. I always make you think of the Italian job every time. Exactly. I was thinking the same thing, too, when I was watching it. Or when I was reading this, because... That movie will forever be the Mini Cooper movie. Oh, yeah. Forever. Both whether or not The original and the remake. <laughs> I've never seen the original. I just know the remake. You should check both of them out. Anyway. And, and then so I, starts... I like how... He he's grabbing arrows and shooting arrows at them, and they're com- and they're arguing with each other, kind of. <laughs> yes, you just have different trick arrows all the time. I think it's really cool that he uses a sonic arrow because a sonic arrow is what causes hearing loss. Oh, okay. Like back in the original, like eighty something run. Huh. I didn't know he had hearing loss in that run. Yep. I know he's hearing loss in the in the in the show a little bit. They talk about that, the trauma. Yeah, and like. The hearing loss is something that comes up a lot in the comic books because when he's uh, doing stuff with Deadpool, Deadpool pulls up his mask so that Hawkeye can read his lips. He uses sign language to communicate with Hawkeye. Deadpool, you know, good guy, progressive. It's a good car chase. And then the different arrows, you have a cable arrow, an explosive arrow, and just different things he's doing to stop all these cars, a smoke bomb arrow. And finally, they get to a bridge where they, you know, there's traffic so they can't get around. And when you have him, he shoots a rocket up to blow up some cars, and you have a funny scene where he uses a suction cup to, like, spin around into their car, and he electrocutes the driver, and then jumps back to his car. No, he crashes, that's what happened, they just crash. <laughs> uh, and then it shows, and... because again, as this thing is common for, the guy pulls a gun on Clint and Kate Bishop, and he's like, I just want the girl. Uh, and he... And he and he tells her to put down the bow, so she's like, so he tells, so she tells him loose the arrow. She just shoots the arrow up in the air, and the guy laughs, and then the boomerang arrow hits on the back of the head, and it worked. <laughs> so that's what we call a callback that worked. Uh, and then it shows the car is all broken. I like how he gave the the, the redhead the jacket because all she had was a bra on, or no, maybe not a bra. She has like a little shirt on, but he gives her the he gives her the jacket. Then it was a cute little scene. Then she kisses him, and then she gets on her plane. So yeah, it's 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 nice. It's cute. And then we get into the two-part story, the tape. Which is actually very good. This is probably... The thing about, even with the rest of this run, very few issues are continuation. They're all a lot of one-off issues. And it's the same... This is one of the few two-parts in the whole run. And this one, we have a different art style. It's not done by... David Aja. David Aja, yeah. It's done by uh, Javier Polito. I like David Aja's style better. I I do too, but this I, is almost too Marvel. And you had to take a break because it's probably taking a while. Because you know, I mean, yeah. art takes a while, so and you got to release this every month. So no, this is the like the first panel of this of this two part also shows Clint shooting two arrows into the into some guy's eyes and he's getting murdered. And the Which, line is, "You're nice throwback to the last episode or the last issue where oh, the same thing <laughs> she blinds people." And then they're on the roof. He's with Kate Bishop and they're just talking and the people are having a barbecue again on the roof. And then all of a sudden a shadow comes up and shield comes down and abducts him, <laughs> which is kind of funny because it's the helicarrier. And this is where you have it. You see Captain America for the only time in this, in this run, I think too. Yep. Yeah. And this, in this particular run, this is Captain America. You got Maria Hill here too. And they're which telling is, him that a tape had went missing and he has to, and he has it's going to go up to auction in Madripoor and he has to go get it back. So and they're sending him in with an American Express black card, <laughs> which is just great. 
It's it's very amusing. And then it shows him kind of break into his house through the window and Kate's waiting for him. And he has a bow she never seen before. And he's telling her not to go with him. And he has to go get this, go do a mission for shield. So he's going to do that. (laughs) And then it shows him go to Madripoor. And if I, I do not know Madripoor as well. Like when I first read this comic, I didn't know what it was after watching the Marvel shows that come out. If I remember correctly, Madripoor is where they go in Falcon, the winter soldier. Yep. And Madripoor, I know, is a big X-Men place, correct? For Wolverine, yep. at least? Okay. Yeah, it's basically like a big city that's like almost like a safe haven for criminals. There's a lot of crime that happens there. But it's not like, you know, necessarily like a murder capital of everywhere. It's more like, <laughs> you know, your high, highbrow crime. Okay. And uh, Clint gets recognized at the airport. <laughs> of course he and he gets pulled into a side room by a <laughs> I, bunch of military people. I like this. He's like, here's the line. Well, I wanted my rival manager to get noticed, but I thought at least I'd get out of the damn airport first. They keep it professional. They keep it clean. They take me far enough away that nobody will hear any screams or yells or shouts, no matter how harsh the punishment. Good. And then it shows him walk out the door dressed up <laughs> without the guards. Which is nice and easy. Oh, he just beat the shit out of everybody in the room. And then he gets in front of somebody. Is that Kate Bishop? (laughs) I wonder that he just cut in front of to get the taxi. No, no. Somebody's blonde. Okay. I thought maybe she was wearing a wig, but because she, she is in here. So, and then he goes, he goes to Madripoor and then the, the taxi driver tries to rob him and he, and then somebody else robs that guy or something or no, the the taxi driver hands off to somebody else while he's fighting. Well, the taxi driver gets knocked out. Because oh, okay. Hawkeye kicks him in the face. The wallet goes flying. Somebody else grabs the wallet from outside. Hawkeye grabs the person that grabbed that wallet. While he's taking care of the person who grabbed the wallet, somebody else comes in and grabs the wallet. <laughs> and then they hand it off to a fourth person. So you got three people just knocked out in the cab, all for one wallet. But it was just, you know, Hawkeye's cash, his cards, his IDs, his passport, and his Amex Black are still safe. Yeah. Oh and my then, God. then he becomes a taxi driver and he drives people around to try to figure out where, where he should go. <laughs> and apparently he's not great at his job. No, I like how you have the, you have like two panels of it. One's like, and come on, who expects a cab driver magic to know where the hell to go anyway. Right. Next panel. Turns out everybody, Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> again, you're a taxi driver. You're supposed to know where you're going. But the reason he does this is he wants to get access to the taxi drivers, the, like the people that work for the taxi company, because in any city, taxi drivers are the ones that know what's going on. Oh yeah. They know where everything is because they drive it all. They, you would see it all. So it completely makes sense. And then he shows them go to a casino, the major poor Pearl. And the, as soon as he gets to the casino, they grab him, put a thing over his face and take him to the back room to beat him up. Yep. They black bag him real quick, which makes sense. And he would be just, a very recognizable figure. Oh yeah. They beat the hell out of him. Uh, and then they're trying to, fi- they find his passport. And, and he says something about the, the Amex card. And then Madame Ma shows up, supposedly, which I barely know this character at all. I recognize her. I've seen her in a few things once in a while, but she's not a character that stands out to me. She's j- a bad guy. Okay. She's I know bad. she's in Agent Carter season two, which is a really good show, by the way. Never watched it, but I'll have a chance to. Yeah, it's going to be a Disney Plus also. Yes, it is. So so it's worth a watch. It's shield. not very long. And it's Haley Anyway. Out. What else can I say? All right. So... <laughs> <laughs> Madam and, Masks basically says, hey, 
lights out, take him up to my room, and Hawkeye gets knocked the fuck out again. And then they go to get the black Amex card, and she's and they're like, where'd you hide it? He's like, well, where nobody would look, or something like that. Yep. So she's got to get it. <sighs> and I like, and I like how... She does. She has a he has a line, a couple lines. He's like, God, cold. Oh, what is that? Leather, pleather, vinyl, or shut up. Lady, are you checking me for tumors? Or I assure you this is unpleasant for me as <laughs> and then she pulls the card out of his ass. Yep. Or somewhere. I'm assuming it's his ass. I don't know. <laughs> but immediately says to have this card disinfected. <laughs> it was it really made me laugh. Uh, so a- then he's plopped down in a chair. <laughs> Oh my god! And they they Poor take him, they tie him to a chair, and then they throw him in his bedroom on his on a bed. They don't even untie him, <laughs> and he falls asleep. So he just goes to sleep. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you see a bunch of ninjas in. in the room with him, and then it jumps back to Madame Mosk. Yep, and then they're talking about the card that uh, she recovered <laughs> from Barton's nethers, which is why I'm not entirely convinced that it was his ass. Okay, you think it was taped somewhere else, like on his balls? Yeah, I think it's probably up underneath the taint or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> okay, it would make more sense to shove in a card in your ass, probably, huh? Because it probably wouldn't fit. There. Yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. But but then we got a key, uh, an appearance from Kingpin. Yeah, you get you get you get you get a cool panel of the the bidding for this tape that was stolen, and you have a bunch of different people. You have a bunch of Hydra soldiers, AIM soldiers, just other characters that would I don't recognize completely. And then, yeah, like, and Kingpin 2, and where he's talking, and then apparently somebody didn't show up. I think one of the people here bidding is um, a representative of the Ten Rings. Oh, yeah, you do have somebody from that. You have Agent Byzantine, which I don't know who that is. I don't know who the Magia are. I think that's, like, their version of the Mafia. Okay, you have the Crimson Cowl. I don't know who that is either. Hydra gets in by holding up their fists and screaming, Hail Hydra, and the auctioneer just cuts them off. I like that. And then you have Madame Moss with the with the shield black card says one billion and pretty much that they, they call it. No one else can bid and they just call it there and she wins. And Kingpin's pissed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he is pissed. And then Madame Moss takes her tape, goes into the room and says, if I need anything, I'll just scream, you know, leave me alone. And then she takes off the mask and you see it's Kate Bishop. Oh, no. Oh, wait. You know what? You're right. It was her because there's the blonde widow right there. Oh, yep. <laughs> yep, you called it. So, yeah, Clint did steal the, the cab from Kate, which I and should have then Madame because is tied pants. up with duct tape in the background. <laughs> which is great. And then we move on to part two and finding out what's on the tape. But first, it's start of a new issue, so Hawkeye's got to be thrown out of something, and <laughs> something's got to look bad. Uh, yeah, he throws him out the window in the chair. Uh, and then it cuts to a couple of seconds ago where the ninjas are trying to kill him and he jumps out the window. And then it shows uh, Kate Bishop watching the tape. And for some reason, when she ejects the, ca- the tape out of the VCR, it falls because apparently she doesn't know to catch the tape, I guess. I'm assuming that's what it was. Hey, she's young. She doesn't know how VCRs work. Yeah, I mean, I, OK, that's understandable. Even in 2012, VCRs are mostly gone at this point or are gone. I still have two. I don't have any, and I don't want any. I still, my parents still have a giant plastic bin full of VHS tapes I bought in high school that they just won't get rid of for some reason. Hey, if you want to get rid of them, send them to Kenosha. I'll take them. She doesn't want to get rid of them. I have Lord of the Rings in there, too. 
at least two of them. Ooh, nice. <laughs> a bunch of, I think, a bunch of other random movies that I bought. But and then you have the tape falls, and then the the guards come in. She puts on the mask, and they find Madame Moss all tied up. And then they're gonna. It looks like they're gonna shoot her. And then you see Hawkeye falling in the background out the window, <laughs> which is just great. And then all of a sudden, whooping in Maria Hill saves them on goodness. some kind of like little bike, some kind of floating bike thing, hovercraft. Thank goodness. But unfortunately, the ninjas were close behind. <laughs> and it just shows them fighting a bunch of ninjas on the hovercraft. And then they all go flying off. And at one point, he, some guy is holding onto his foot. He's like, grab my arm. And the guy just lets go. Does he? Tr- oh, yeah. The guy just says never and then kills himself, essentially. Yeah. Like, he <laughs> and tried. It, and there's a really funny scene of Mata Moss being all uh, pissed off. And they're, and they're, Kate Bishop's like, I'll scream. I'll scream as loud as him. And he just shows her in the air. And the two guys are just holding her arms. And Matamas like nobody will care. And then she threatens how she's going to smoke cigarettes and put them out on her face before she kills him. And this speech was awesome. I love this speech. This is my favorite thing in this comic book. <laughs> you, you're welcome to read it. Oh my god! Because you're a smoker, she right? Asks, yeah. Oh yeah, I'm a okay. smoker. You can yeah. So she any smoker can Kate, relate to this then. Yep. She says, "Kate, you're a kid. Do you smoke?" And Kate's, "Excuse me, smoke cigarettes. Children smoke cigarettes." Are you one? No. Good girl. Smart. Live longer. I smoked for years. Years. Quitting was the hardest thing I ever had to do, and it was the quitting that made me hate smoking. Not the cancer, or the disease, or anything else. I hated not having control over myself, but just now, it's funny. Just now, I was overwhelmed for the urge to smoke. Out of nowhere, I'd pay a thousand dollars for a cigarette. See? Control. I'm going to stub an entire pack of cigarettes out on that pretty little face of yours tonight. I'm going to smoke them one at a time and use your face for my ashtray for what you did to me. That is cold. <laughs> yeah, that would fucking hurt. And not to mention, you're probably going to be beaten in other ways, too, before you're killed. But yeah, it'd be really bad. Oh, yes. And then the real Madam Mask comes back in and Kingpin is representing... And who should come to the rescue? <laughs> yeah, he, you know, they're about they're, they're going to murder her, son, you know, very badly, as, as you hear. Then there's Hawkeye. Is, and she's like, oh, my ride's here. And Hawkeye's standing on the hovercraft with Maria Hill. And he shoots, uh, I'm assuming, a sonic arrow to break the glass to then get her out. And then <laughs> I like how, you know, and he only has one shoe. He steps on the glass and he's like, well, do you have the tape? Oh, no, they run. They break through a door. They're running from the villains. And he's like, do you have the tape? No, I think it's right where I left it. And they run back towards everybody and just start fighting. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah, and it's it's just a great sequence. There's not a lot of dialogue. It's and not- he's kicking open a door with his injured foot and he's screaming about it. <laughs> I would be, too. <laughs> and it shows all the blood, too, on the door. And I like this where it shows him. He's like cigarettes out of my face. He's like your face. I know, right? <laughs> and I so like how he's basically filling him in. <laughs> there's a line where he's like, "I know this should come as no surprise, but I think Madame Moth might just be crazy." You think? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they seal the tape, and they're just wa- you know they're just limping because he's all injured to the elevator. And then Madame Moth shoots a hole through the tape, shoots Hawkeye, and it shows. Haw- and she drags. So Kate then drags Hawkeye into the elevator. And, it, and she just shoots the elevator, too, because she's just pissed off. And it shows Hawkeye, sur- you know, survived. And then it shows him in the hospital or in the S.H.I.E.L.D. headquarters. 
Yeah, I mean, he got shot point blank right in his bulletproof vest. Yeah. So. With a very powerful gun, it looks like. Yep. Very powerful. And before he passes out, he just says that was an expensive suit. (laughs) (laughs) And then it shows him in in the shield with Nick Fury, Maria Hill. And you talked about the tape was a fake and how the tape was really there to protect a Navy SEALs from having their family identity. And they made three fake tapes with different Avengers killing people. Captain America, Wolverine, and Hawkeye. I thought that was really cool. Like that was a fun little fun little gimmick that makes sense because they had a leak and that's how they found out which where the leak was by which tape got out. And I like how there's a scene where he even says, look, they asked. I said, yes, the guys that actually did this, they're doing what they think is right. They didn't sign up to get their families and friends killed as retribution. So I I did it, (laughs) which is cool. I mean, it shows Hawkeye put his life on the line to protect, you know, the military. And that's that's what just a regular guy does. Yeah. And that's what makes Hawkeye one of the best Avengers. And did the trade, did your trade have one more issue or is this the end of it? Yeah, no, my trade had the uh, issue of Young Avengers that focused okay. a lot on Kate Bishop and Eli Bradley. We can talk, I read that too, so we can talk about that one too. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, Kate and Eli Bradley, Patriot, you know, they're in Young Avengers together and... They're having some romantic issues. Which makes sense. Also, Young Avengers presents with a six-issue miniseries that kind of like talk about Young Avengers. I really like this cover, though, and I, I really want this book now, but I doubt because it has a bunch of Hawkeye on the cover in his classic yes. costume. Oh, I'm sure you could probably find this. I can't imagine that Young Avengers 6 is going to be uh, <laughs> difficult to find. Young Avengers 1 is worth a lot of money right now. Yeah, but Young Avengers 6, is it? Who knows? Probably not. This is a different part of the run, too. This is a little because the regular run was different. And then it has it has her and Eli, which just didn't mean a whole lot to me because I don't know a lot. Of, I don't know. any. I've never read Young Avengers, but this is essentially the main stuff about this book is she's meeting Ronan for the first time. And she ends up fighting with Ronan and because Ronan is that's what Hawkeye is at this point. Yes. And then because she gets, Hawkeye knows that somebody else is using the Hawkeye name. Yes. And I didn't realize this because I've never read any. I didn't read much of the comics that Hawkeye died supposedly in something and Captain America gives her his old bow and gives her his name that I didn't know. So that was kind of, so, cool. yeah. And she shows up to deal with the card that Ronan gave her and good meets Clint Barton at the temporary headquarters of the Avengers, which is, I think this is new event. I'm assuming this is new Avengers. Probably, because you got Luke Cage and Spider-Man playing games together. Yeah. And but I and they, they talk about some, something about the other Avengers, and I'm assuming they, this might be the same time as the Dark Avengers are around, which are all the villains. Yeah. But I, I don't know comics that well. But it was just cool. I mean, it was cool to see her, and it's a little story mainly about how Hawkeye takes her bow back. She can't use the name Hawkeye anymore, and then she's fighting with the team because she lost her name and her bow. And then she goes and steals the <laughs> steals the bowl back from Hawkeye in the Avengers with the help of Speed, which is Quicksilver's son, of course, or not son, but Vision and Wanda's son. And I do like this oh, where yeah. in the beginning you have her, you know, on a date with Eli, and then she gets pissed off at Eli, so then she takes Speed out on a date and she's at a bar with him, <laughs> even though she's not even interested in him, she's just doing it to piss him off, which I thought was funny. And she decides to hide out on the balcony because looks like we got two Avengers coming back home. 
And I really like, there's a picture in here of, which is from Avengers 16, Captain America, Hawkeye, Quicksilver, and Scarlet Witch as the Avengers, which is a small chunk of the Avengers after Avengers 16, where it was just that team, which is why in Age of Ultron, we had Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver in the Avengers, because that was the Avengers that Josh Whedon grew up reading for that chunk for of time. For all of five minutes in Quicksilver's case, but, you know, <laughs> yes. whatever. Uh, and it was, it's a cool little part of just her, you know, seeing Ronan and then she steals the bow and then Ronan goes to where she is and pretty much tells her, like, yeah, I knew it was you. You stayed around and he gives her the picture and lets her keep the bow and keep her name. It's a cute little scene. Yeah. And then Eli's playing some game and she goes and kisses him and just says, give me time. So it was, yeah. It's a cool little thing. Yeah, it's not bad. And he's playing the Hulk game. I see. <laughs> it's actually from the Hulk game. The Incredible Hulk game. Uh... <laughs> That's funny. Okay. It was. It made me happy to see that this was included in the trade because I never would have read this otherwise. And issue six of Hawkeye, I think it goes in other places. Yeah, so it, it was cool to me that they did arc, that. I think uh, the cool thing about this is that you actually do see a lot of this in the show from where Kate meets Hawkeye for the first time. It's very similar type of like fangirly reaction. Yes, and. Another thing about the comic that I do want to say is that they don't say bro a crazy, crazy amount in these first few issues. It gets a lot worse as the series progresses. But that is one thing that also carries over to the show because Tracksuit Mafia consistently says bro a lot. I was also surprised how good I enjoyed the show because after reading this comic, I actually didn't watch the show until it was almost finished because I had no interest in it. I thought it'd be stupid. Turned out the show was actually really good. Oh, yeah, the show was really good, and like I said at the top of this episode, it takes a lot of its story beats Mm -hmm. from this graphic novel. I mean, you get the car chase from issue three. It's a gender swap because Hawkeye is driving while Kate is shooting the arrows. Uh, You get the appearance of Pizza Dog. (laughs) Yep. You get a lot of stuff from Matt Fraction's Hawkeye run in that show. But you also get the presence of his kids and his family from the movies. And it's honestly, if you haven't watched the show at this point, you really should. It's a fun. It's a really fun version of this graphic novel, which feels like a buddy comedy. Like, I love Mm -hmm. the interactions between Clint and Kate in this book. And they translated that really well to the show. And it's probably one of the better shows of the Marvel shows that come out so far. I've been pretty big fan of all of the Disney Plus Marvel shows. I really enjoyed Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. I, I found somebody then talk about it with me when I cover it. Yep. Oh, I, I'll be happy to because Zemo is one of my favorite characters in comic books. Go figure. Ken likes the villains. <laughs> but um, I... <laughs> I just thought the show was really fun. WandaVision, I had a lot of fun with. Uh, this was the show that I was worried about the most, honestly. Yeah, I wasn't sure how the show was going to be. because I, I mean, I really didn't like What If that much. I thought What If was fine. I did not like What If, but it is fine. I just did not like it at all. And then Falcon and Winter Soldier, I wasn't a big fan of when I watched it. I really enjoyed Loki. I enjoyed WandaVision. Which there's an episode about WandaVision to go here, but I just wasn't sure how Hawkeye was going to be. Because I, I had... Before we reread this comic, I had really bad memories of reading this two years ago. But my opinion has completely changed since then. Of these, at least these first five issues were a lot better than I remembered. 
and it made me want to read more of the run. I just didn't have time, nor did I want to do that. But I think one of the biggest changes that the show made over this graphic novel was they set it at Christmas. And I know that Christmas does come up in uh, later issues of this uh, Hawkeye run, but um, you get Jack Duquesne in the show instead of Jacques Duquesne. And he does play the swordsman. So like you get a lot of really interesting things in the show. A lot of it came from this particular chunk of five issues. You do get some uh, villain appearances, especially the tracksuit mafia. They show up in there. Look, let me tell you, they're delightful. They actually are really good in that show. And even in this comic, they weren't, at least in these first five issues, they weren't nearly what I remembered. Yeah, like it's, they're not annoying here. They don't really overstay their welcome in these first five issues. They're just, you know, kind of, they're they're henchmen. They're and and henchmen. they work well, and it makes sense. The only thing, does he wear the purple uh, bullseye shirt in the show? I can't remember. I don't believe that, so. That becomes a classic shirt in the comic later. I'll have to watch it again. Okay, I don't but think I've been either, meaning but... to. I do like that show a lot. Yeah, I mean, now if I... Disney Plus would just hurry up and get off their ass and put out physical versions of those shows, I'd be a happy camper. I'm assuming we're not going to get a season. Well, I assume we're not going to get a season of Hawkeye 2. That's what I want to say, but who knows? I feel like it, on the last episode, they said that there would be a season two. Oh, they did? Okay. So I know there's going to be a season two of Loki. Yeah, but that that's fine. But there shouldn't, like, I think WandaVision was, is done. I'm pretty sure. I think so, because I think a lot of WandaVision is going to be going right into Doctor Strange. Um, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Which, who oh boy, very excited about it, bro. Same here. I'm, I'm OK with that. Though. I, I like these shows to be one off seasons. I don't want more. So, but I, I mean, I, I could take a second season of Hawkeye. I just would rather just have Kate Bishop and get rid of Renner. But so you take those words back jeremy renner's Renner's fine i just i feel like it's he's about done with this anyway just because he's been around this long yeah probably that's all i thought he he does a fine job he's a he's a good actor i think he might be an asshole in real life but i don't know enough but he's fine as hawkeye just i feel like it's time to wrap up these older characters and keep going like i never want robert john jr back again no and i don't think he's going to i i definitely don't think they should no because they pay him too much money well, it's not just that they pay him too much money, but if they bring him back, everything that happened in Endgame is meaningless. Yeah. Well, there was talks about him being in Ironheart as the AI. Uh, but even that, that no guy. Gracias. Yeah. I don't just don't he don't need to come back. It's just move on. Been around long enough. Yeah. Ah, uh, do we want to talk about the big spoiler of the show? No, I don't. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> that might fair yeah, enough. I'd rather not yet. But I will be. I'm Go watch the show. Cover that everybody. show this year in 2022 around Christmas time because perfect for that time. Yes, it Christmas is. Show. So that's my goal. Oh, and we should go to shelf stacker box, and I'll go first. So I was a little surprised because I came into this not exp- not with high hopes. I remember not liking it when I read the whole thing last time. So I'm like, this is gonna be instant box, and I really enjoyed these five issues. I I had a great time reading this. It was fun. I wanted to read more of the comic, which is not what I expected. But, hey, this is actually going to go on the shelf. This is really good, and I'm so happy we finally got to cover this comic. And I also can't believe there's not as many bros as I thought there would be. Or maybe my brain just <laughs> ignored them. I don't know. But it was I really enjoyed this, this trade. So, going on the shelf. What about you, Ken? Oh, it's definitely going on the shelf for me, too, bro. This was just, it was a joy. Rapid-fire dialogue. 
the way they told their story non-linearly was really great. I love the uh, the match cut between time periods. A lot of action. The non-conventional panels really made it fun to read. Definitely on the shelf for me. And I'm going to read the rest of the run. Okay, you should. And see if you're... Maybe my opinion would be different if I would have reread it. I, I don't know. It's been two years, and I'm a different person than I was two years ago a lot. Especially when it comes to comics and stuff. So, yeah, I can't say. So, hey, right. if you haven't read Hawkeye yet, get out there and see it. Go watch the Disney Plus show. If you start now, you'll be caught up by the time we start talking about it. There's only six episodes you'll be caught up in no time. <laughs> I, I like six yeah, episode well. series, by the way, too, I found out. It's oh, also yeah. way Super easier to cover on a podcast. Mm-hmm. I can't cover 20-some episode season like Star Trek Next Gen. I, like, I want to. That's not possible. So, <laughs> yeah, which is also going off Netflix. We've been off Netflix but, but when you hear this, so that sucks. But. Okay, and if you enjoyed this episode and you want to hear more Avenger stuff, go check out all our Infinity movies that we covered from the Infinity Saga of Marvel. There's all of them from there. We So you can hear all about Hawkeye and what we thought about Hawkeye and us bitch about Hawkeye in those and me like him. So definitely go check those out. And please follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and on YouTube. And if you enjoyed this episode, you can find everything on Podbean. I want to give a shout out to my awesome intro and outro, courtesy of Helena at Hell Has Fury. And we do have a Patreon. For as little as a dollar, you can vote in our Patreon. So definitely go do that. You each month I put a different type of movie on type of something on there. You get to vote. So you get to make a decision what happens in the show. And I want to give a shout to my buddy, Bill Tucker, who did all the MCU with me. Uh, he started his own pocket as a gamer looks at four. You definitely go check him out. And there, this is the only thing we ever done a Hawkeye so far. So I have nothing else to, to comment about Haw- to, to loop in like I normally do, unfortunately. But look forward to having this episode referenced in a future episode. Yes, and I'm just, I am thankful we finally got another Lost episode done. There's only two more Lost episodes left. One I'm purposely saving to episode 50, I think, and then one I don't know if I want to cover. So, we shall see. Fair enough. (laughs) All right, and we will see everybody next time. Bye, everybody. Have a great day. Bro. Bro.